What a week it's been. So much to talk about and so many things we can't talk about. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the villain Marty Scurll and you are listening to Behind, no sorry, what was it? Me and my friend Mark, we're gonna stop watching. I'm Mark. And I'm Harris. And we'd like to welcome you to Behind the Gorilla, a podcast where we delve into the wild, wacky, and crazy side of professional wrestling. How's it going, everyone? We're back. We're not dead. We're alive. And it's time for another episode of Behind the Gorilla, where there's not a ton to talk about, which is one of the reasons why we haven't had a show in a month and a half. Because well, everything's kind of just on hold, but it always happens during the holidays. That's true. I would also like to say this is now behind the Gorilla official wrestling podcast of the national champion winning University of Georgia Bulldogs until they true. tell us not to. I can't think of another wrestling podcast that rides for the dogs like we do. That's and a that's good point. Other, that's the other big reason I've never recorded anything because I was in Miami for that game, and the day after that, I was not about to you know, call you up and talk about the Dynamite I didn't watch. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, after Indianapolis, I was in no condition to talk to anybody. I mean, it was the Sunday. The game was Monday. We always record on Sunday. I was up there Sunday. Had some other things on my mind, and then it took me at least a week to fully recover from that game. So, you know, <laughs> now we're back. That's Yeah, that's fair. That's Go, fair. G- Go dogs in the chat, but I'm pleased to learn. Yeah, Mark was telling me before we started recording, nothing that crazy has been no, happening. Not really, so and it's not even like it's not even that a bunch of bad stuffs happening either. It's just kind of mm-hmm. nothing, like just like nothing really. I feel like the thing that's gotten people talking the most that I've seen because I haven't been watching super closely, but I've been keeping up with it is that Cody's contract might have expired for like 20 minutes. And because yeah. wrestling fans all have the same lizard brain, everybody went, oh, Royal Rumble, let's go. Yeah. That was that got people fired up. It was it was it was it was funny. That would be so funny. Somebody said Stardust, right? Like Cody <laughs> won't hear, but Stardust will. I think it'd be funny. That I think honestly Stardust. would be incredible. Like if it would like like fake Razor and Diesel. Like someone oh. else, they just dressed up as Stardust. Oh, that would be amazing! That would be actually, awesome. Because what's I mean, what but is that, the that point? means WWE would never do it because they're not smart Correct. enough. What is the point of owning all of these trademarks for everybody and making people change their names so if you're not going to do dumb stuff like that? I, no, I know I the point, know, but like, take dumb. advantage of that. Who would who would the funniest person be as Stardust? Like, which current WWE wrestler would be the funniest? Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the ones I can think of are ones that would never do it. But if like Randy Orton came out with a star painted on his face, that would be pretty great. (laughs) And it would make sense. You got the legacy, uh, background (laughs) would make sense. Oh, see, usually I'm the one piecing things together, but yeah, you nailed it. Well done. (laughs) No, that it, is it. It's it. Ted DiBiase Jr. is the answer. That would be the funniest possible ooh, person. Oh yeah, I'm a big <laughs> fan of him. TDJ was awesome. Oh, that would be amazing. I met him. He's a cool dude. Nice. Good. Good. That's that's good. No, I I've told you about that. In high school, one of the youth workers was like lifelong friends with the DiB- DiBiase family. He was from Mississippi, the same town, and hmm. uh, he was friends with the youngest brother. Um, 
like Ted DiBiase's junior's yeah. younger brother. He was yeah. like really good friends. So he knew that whole oh, family. Awesome. So back in 2011, when DiBiase was doing this tailgate gimmick or called the DiBiase posse, like they were, people would put on tailgates and he, and then tweet at him or whatever. And he would like come to them and film stuff like for YouTube and whatever. So, uh, <laughs> We we did that with the whole youth group. We had a whole oh, the- giant tailgate out for a raw in Atlanta, and uh, he came to it and filmed some stuff for it. So it was pretty awesome. That is awesome. I never even knew he did that. I don't know a lot about mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase Jr. That was that was the my first time. raw that I went to. Because uh, then he awesome. gave everyone tickets, so we all we went to that uh, that raw. That was the Muppets raw for Halloween. Nice first raw I ever went to. Still probably the greatest raw ever filmed. It's got to be up there. It's got to be saying. up there. There's yeah. not enough Muppet crossover. I mean, Be- Beaker with Seamus, yep. one of the greatest moments of all time. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so no, I'm a big Teddy Biasi uh, fan. The The only thing, I didn't like him as much at first during Legacy because, and it's funny, I was just thinking about this for some reason when I was watching Cody's promo the other day. I don't know why it made me think of it. But, uh, I've been I've been a Cody Mark since like 2010, 2009. Yeah, yeah, like 2009, like early Cody. Because I think he came in in like 06 mm-hmm. to WWE. 06 or 07, and he had a tag team run with Hardcore Holly. That was like one of the first things that he did, and I think they won one of the championships. <laughs> and then the the but the big thing was joining Legacy with Randy Orton. Right. And Teddy Biasi Jr. And I remember me and my dad were instant fans of Cody Rhodes because obviously he's the son of Dusty Rhodes and he was awesome. Right. WWE never liked Cody that much. And uh, which is the whole point of AEW existing now, basically. Yep. But uh because yep. in that group, they were 100 percent grooming Ted DiBiase Jr. the entire <laughs> time. Because Cody always took the pins, always mm-hmm. took the heat, always. The whole time that run happened and me and my dad would just sit there and we're like, why, why are they doing this? Like Cody's so much, nothing against Ted DiBiase. Cody's so much better. Always was better talker, better charisma, everything. Ted mm-hmm. DiBiase was just prettier and bigger. And, right. Uh, so there's your answer. Yeah, exactly. So I, I didn't really like Ted DiBiase for a while. And then, and then once everything else happened, I'm like, nah, he's cool. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Anyway, that was a big, long tangent, but it's as interesting as anything else we'll talk about, so it's fine. Sure, yeah, and we'll segue back into it when we get to a certain segment of Dynamite. Um, Let me think. So, I know you don't care. The Royal Rumble is this upcoming Saturday. Yeah, I literally was told that last night, hanging out with some yeah. other friends who are wrestling fans, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. I completely yeah. forgot. It's usually one of the two WWE pay-per-views I still kind of watch. Yeah, well, and I'm, uh, I'm, but I'm not going to now. I can't do it anymore, Harris. I, not after last year. Nope, can't do it anymore. <laughs> well, okay, but look at it this way: there's no nope. way they can do anything nope. that makes you angrier than that, Harris. It's been <laughs> two years in a row. I can't do it again. We oh, have surprise man. Edge for the second damn time, and then we have Edge win the Rumble last year. Dead to me. Nope. Dead. Uh, that's listen. That's fair. You've lost. Um, everything WWE. i'm excited because i haven't watched any wwe in a hot minute and this is a great like i mean naturally like this is the beginning of of wrestlemania season this is the natural jumping in point 
Plus, I, I don't. So it, it's kind of exciting to jump in like pretty fresh and not know who like most of these ongoing stories are, or kind of know in passing, but haven't been following a lot. Roman's still champ. That's pretty cool. I don't think he's going to lose that anytime soon. Oh, I did see uh, Seth Rollins uh, name dropped John Moxley. Oh, did he really? Yeah, during his promo against Roman was basically talking about how the Usos are just propping you up and that's always been mm. your whole career. Me And, and he mm. said me and Mox in the Shield. Pro- and he didn't say Ambrose, he said Mox. That's great. And so that's everyone awesome. was like, oh! Hooray! <laughs> yeah, somebody said, oh yeah, it's been a decade since the Shield debuted and I could feel myself withering and dying like one of the villains <laughs> at the end of an Indiana Jones movie. You're like, oh no. We're coming up on that mark. Like I was, I, I was. Harris, you're you're not they, even at your decade long wrestling fan. I yet. know that's what I'm saying. I wasn't even watching when they debuted. We're gonna get to the point. You started like, what? Yeah, 2014. Yep. Yep. Good Spring gosh. 14. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm finishing Dynamite now, and whoever brought a sign in like the back of the floor section that just says "You should unionize." That's one of the funniest <laughs> wrestling signs I've ever seen. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> okay. good. That's pretty yeah. good. So I'm. I'm excited to dive into the Rumble. This isn't going to be much of a preview because I don't really know what's going on. Oh, I'm man, pretty I need sure. To even, I, I don't even know what's happening. I need to. Yeah, pull I know. All I'm, this well, stuff I'm previewing it for you is what's happening oh, here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. Uh, Johnny Knoxville's in it to promote Jackass Forever, which is cool. Fine. Yeah. What? Like, that's a good use of a celebrity spot. You can have fun with that. Fine. And he'll be game to do something stupid. So that's fine. Um, and then I'm pretty sure Bailey's going to come back and win the Women's Royal Rumble. So that's mainly what I'm oh, excited okay. about. Oh, okay. Now the truth comes out. <laughs> yeah. Well, truth you know, comes out. There it is. Harris doesn't give a crap. It's just Bailey rumors. That's the only oh, reason no, I care. I, I give a crap and also especially the Bailey rumors. That's what it is. Oh, so, my gosh. Know. Look at this. WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. What an absolute barn burner we're about to have. The two most popular characters in the history of WWE – Wow, we're going to have a five-star Dave Meltzer, seven-star, amazing match. I can't even wait. What that, what just loads of charisma dripping off this match? I think it'll be – that's like – if they had booked that in like 2015, everyone would have been super into it. I know Bobby wasn't there at the time. But even when they brought Bobby Lashley back instead of making him do stupid stuff for three years, I think it'll be a fun match. It won't be a technical classic, but it'll be like watching two cars run into one another, and that'll be pretty fun. I forgot they were doing that, to be honest. But, hmm. yeah, anything else going on? I don't I don't know. Uh, like let's I said, see. I, I have a match card closely. pulled up. Okay. Uh, okay. Universal well, yeah. title, so Roman and Seth. I mean, that'll right. be fine. You know, that that is yeah. what it is. That's fine. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, oh, oh! I didn't even know Maurice was back. Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix in a mixed tag match. <laughs> okay. I, I wonder who's going to win that. Wow. I wonder who's going to get pinned in that. Hey, that's a good sign. That means Edge won't be in the Rumble probably. Uh, there you go. See, so you can watch that match at least. Nope. Uh, mm. Becky Lynch versus... What? Dewdrop? <laughs> Who the hell is Dewdrop? <laughs> Okay, I forgot about this. So this was a whole thing. This will be this will be great. This will be like me telling you what I vaguely Who's remember Dewdrop? happening in WWE during the year. Okay, so she debuted in NXT UK. Her name was Piper Niven. She's a kind of a bigger girl. Yeah, I think I That's remember that. I think I gimmick. remember that name. Pi- it that works because she's like you know, it's sort of the the Nyla Rose, Nia Jax esque role, just in the sense that she's a bigger woman, and that's kind of what differentiates her. Mm-hmm. Except also had like a real cool kind of 
cutting Scottish brogue going on too. Like it was just it was it was a good character to have in NXT UK. I didn't know a ton about her, but I'd seen her wrestle a couple of matches. A lot of indie credit. Been around for a while. Really good. Came to uh, got called up to the main roster. Debuted as Eva Marie's like biggest fan or some nonsense like that. I don't remember if she had the name Piper on the main roster or if she just appeared with Eva Marie. And Eva Marie was like, yeah, this is Dewdrop. Because she's a big woman, and it's funny to see a big woman named Dewdrop. I, I think is literally the thinking. Like, this woman is curvy, and the phrase Dewdrop has a lot of, like, curvy letters in it. Like, that's genuinely baffling choice to everyone. Every, like, especially UK fans who knew who she was were like, why? Why did you do that? So I think she's talented. She's got a terrible gimmick going on right now. That's that's okay. the best I can tell you. The match that, that's the most be... WWE thing I've ever heard of. So yeah, yeah, that it really is. It really is. That it's tracks. up there for sure. That's up there with uh, <laughs> George Lucas naming the fat guy in Star Wars Porkins. You know, it's it's right up there. Well, you know, I I mean, I read this online, so this might not be true. But the thing I read was that was originally supposed to be a guy in like pig prosthetic makeup. That does, which is uh, even you know dumb. I think I have heard that before. But that's even stupider. Because no, that makes sense. Then you have a pig man in Star Wars who's named Porkins, which is definitely like a racial slur of some kind if he's actually a pig man. <laughs> not if it's his name. That's yes. funny. But they might just call him that. Oh, dear. But yeah, then you just have a fat man whose name is Porkins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Except instead of getting blown up, Dewdrop is fighting for the title. So, you know. Okay, well, I guess that's good. Oh, this is, I forgot about that. That's funny. Okay. You learn something new every day. Um, uh, okay. Raw tag team championships, alpha Academy versus RK bro. Okay. That's still going on. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Uh, I mean, I like Gable and Otis. So that, that, yeah, I like them. Um, I mean, Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, He's just Riddle now, which is stupid. Oh, but. my gosh. What is with WWE <laughs> dropping first names of I people know. all the time? It doesn't make any sense. First or last. It's, you know, it's like usually just... first name they drop. Usually. Mm-hmm. Not always. Mm-hmm. Like with Andrade, it was the last name. But usually yep. it's the first name. And I don't understand. Although, to be fair, the the uh, the intelligence level of WWE fans I guess they really can only keep up with one name, so I guess that does make sense. I well, what's wild is he's teamed with a guy named Randy Orton. Like it's okay for him to have two names, That's a good but point. not John Cena. We can handle that, but Matt Riddle, no. I Who's wish that? I wish like uh, sports did that. Nope, this is just Brady. He's just Brady from uh, now on. I mean, they kind of do that with LeBron. Yeah, there's. When's the last people, time you've but- ever heard anyone say LeBron James? Man, I don't even I don't like follow the NBA at all, so that's not. Oh, a me good neither. Question. I don't either. But you don't need to follow the NBA for that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. But anyway, point. like they Riddle and Randy Orton have good like odd team tag team chemistry because you can definitely see one of them annoying the other a lot. But they can both. But they've been a team for like four years. It feels like. Now. Oh yeah, 
oh yeah, it's been going on for too long. They need to have a WrestleMania match and, and move Whatever. on with their lives, like against one another and move on with their lives. But Whatever. Um, yep. And then we have the two Rumbles, which I'm sorry, it sucks. The women's Rumble is just a terrible idea, and which is ironic because it's actually been a better Rumble over the past right. couple of years, but it's just it's it's just too much and there's just not say, enough there's just not enough interesting women characters they have yeah. enough to fill it now but they usually have to bring back like 10 at least of old ones which is fine you know because that's always fun yeah but and i'm not gonna lie they're not as good of wrestlers as the men most of them aren't some of them are but the majority are not and especially the ones that come back are usually right. horrible because they're out, you know, I mean, they're out of practice. I mean, it makes, again, it makes sense. A lot of them weren't wrestlers in the first place because it was during that era. And now right. you're bringing them back after years of not wrestling. And they're, you know, they're not great. And, you know, I don't care. I still want to see Kelly Kelly, but, you know, it's, eh, I don't know. I, I'm, I've never been a big fan of it. I get why it, ha it happens, but it also just, it's just so, whatever matches first, by the time you watch the second one, mm -hmm. you're just like, this is boring. Like, I literally spent an hour watching this right. 20 well, minutes for the, ago. For the pacing to work, you have to have one Royal Rumble match, like, second on the card. Yeah. To me, it's it's not even... It, or it's not first. Like, yeah. So, you know, that just... It, it waters it down. To me, it's not so much like the... I mean, there are some issues with the women's roster, like you talked about, just because of its size. But mm -hmm. for me, it's mostly... It's just saturation. Like there's yeah, only so many rumble spots much. they have and it just waters it down. Yeah. And there's It'll not a lot you can do in a rumble match. It's very basic. And there's very, right. like you said, there's very few set <laughs> spots that you can do. And so when you see that now twice, it's, it just starts to get old. Yeah. So I think, like I said, though, I really do think, I, I think Bailey, you know, she tore her ACL. I think last summer has been out for a while really looking good in like the rehab posts and stuff she's had. I would not be shocked at all if she makes a comeback, whether she wins or not, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. That's the angle I'm looking for. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect. In any I of think the Liv Morgan matches. should win the rumble. That would also be great. I would be very, especially with that. how she's been being, uh, she's been pushed and has had some title matches and stuff. She, she should win yeah. the rumble. I would be fine with that. That's also good. See, but like all the, it, the men's roster, I I have no idea because like I don't think Roman's losing. No. Oh no! Wait. You know what? Okay. Write this down. You ready? No. Brock I'm not is down. Yeah, I'm just. It's uh, the listeners at home. Hold me to this. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Tell me this isn't what WWE would do. Roman costs Brock his title match against Bobby Lashley. Bobby is the Raw champion now. Lesnar comes in the Royal Rumble, wins, challenges Roman at WrestleMania. Wait, That's why it. in the world would Roman, who's already a champion, give any craps about the other championship? Because he doesn't like Brock Lesnar because they're two divorced dads fighting over Paul Heyman. Dude, I don't know. It doesn't. Why are they champions on different companies and feuding? I'm so confused. Because, because they want to have a WrestleMania match between the two of them. Again? Mark. I'm not... I'm not saying this is make I'm I'm not booking this. I'm telling you this is what they're going to do. Because that's oh. the kind of thing that they would be like, oh, what a great moment to have Brock as a surprise entrant in the rumble when he already had a match earlier tonight. I just that I just, just want feels I just like want Becky Lynch do. to just beat the crap out of some random woman and just take her spot and then win the rumble again. 
Man, that was pretty weak, wasn't it? <laughs> and wasn't she the baby face? Yes! <laughs> and but it was she so beat up another Lana. baby face? Lana was hurt, and Becky came sprinting out. It was like, Fit Finley, you're Irish, put me in this match. And he was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Brock coming in, Brock will do the same thing. It'll probably, it, it might get a cheer, because he's a baby face now, somehow. Well, I mean, Brock's kind of always been a baby face, kind of. Really? I, I guess. So I anyway, care. I that's my I think that's what's going to happen in the men's match because WWE is creatively bankrupt and doesn't have any like interesting men on the undercard that people will root for. Yeah. R- Ricochet is going to do something cool and then get thrown ten thousand miles. Ricochet still exists. Oh, okay. Yeah, apparently. Good for him, for I guess. Let's see. Okay, so here are the people that are going to be in it for sure. Johnny Knoxville. We're off to a great start. Look, uh, frankly, if he won, that would get my attention. I that, at that, this point, I wouldn't mind. Why not? Uh, Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, Austin Theory, Sheamus, Damian Priest, AJ Styles, Big E, Happy Corbin. His name's still that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Madcap Moss, Sami Zayn, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens. I've heard of most of these people. Um, Madcap Moss still remains to be seen i'm i think someone just making up names um whatever i don't i don't care i have no predictions on anything uh zero none zilch um uh, to be honest the women's one has better star power than that yeah i know right (laughs) carmella dana brooke nikki nikki oh yeah that's the superhero almost superhero yeah um queen zelina I didn't know that was her name now. Rhea yeah, Ripley. She, she won the Queen of the Ring tournament. Oh, the Queen's Crown of course tournament, they so just doing that copied now. the same thing and just did it with women Correct. again because they're very, yep. very innovative with their women's programming. Um, Rhea Ripley, Tamina, Aaliyah. I don't know who Aaliyah is. Charlotte Flair, Naomi, Natalia, Shayna Baszler. She's still there. She needs to get out of there. They uh, brought back um, Summer Rae. Summer Rae's in it. Sh- uh, shot. Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, uh, that is. Uh, oh, they took away her last name. I forgot she's just Shotzi now. <laughs> Blackheart's a cool name too. I know. Oh, um, oh yeah, she was one of the four horsemen women, right? No, I don't think so. That was uh, that was Shayna Baszler. I know Shayna Baszler was. I thought uh, Blackheart was one of them. too. No, there were two other worse ones who got cut. No? She's a okay. different. She's, her thing is that she has a tank and she runs people over with the tank. It's like a little toy tank. Okay, that's awesome. Why have we not done an episode on that? That sounds incredible. It, it, we haven't done an episode on it because it was on NXT like before NXT broke. NXT 1.0 and it was still good and ah, it was good. So it didn't fair. occur to us. But we still can. At some point, probably after tax season, I am going to like do some research on <laughs> NXT 2.0 and just do a full report. Yeah, but, I'm yeah. down because I don't know anything about it. So I'm down. Um, Brie Bella. Oh, no. Uh oh. Lita, that's good. Nikki Bella, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, Mickey James, Summer Rae, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan. Those are the announced announced it's names. Cool that they so just far. make the Hall of Fame like a third of the Rumble every year. Like that's what I'm saying. They don't game. have enough people. Like they don't have enough a big enough women's roster or or enough women's roster with name value to actually do a Rumble. I can't believe. They wouldn't trot out a couple women from NXT. Like I know they've changed up. Well, NXT, I'm sure they will. But... Those are just the announced names. I mean, they're still. Uh, that's only like uh, what half. 
So yeah, I guess I wasn't I wasn't counting, but yeah, that sounds right. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. I guess twenty one, but there's still, you know, nine or nine or nine spots or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the first time I've looked at anything WWE and who knows how long, other than just random things that pop up on Twitter. Um. <laughs> all right, so yeah, that sounds horrible. Um. Anything else you want to say about that? or uh, That's pretty much the extent of what I know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure it'll all be great, but I think there'll be enough Oh, really? Fun You're stuff not sure it'll about. all be great? I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that you should be sure that it won't be all great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, uh, AEW is just kind of meh right now. I... Um, like, you know, they, they had that good feud with Hangman and, and Brian for the for the title with some really good mm-hmm. matches, which was great, but it was done just on the show, mm-hmm. so it lost some impact. Um, I know why they did that, because it, it was leading into the very first show on TBS, so I totally mm-hmm. get why they did that. That, that, that dictates a lot of things that AEW does like that which is fine mm-hmm. like I understand you know I've heard Bischoff talk enough about it I get it like the whole argument of Goldberg winning the title on Nitro instead of at the pay-per-view the next week and his argument is like well we're a TV company like it's that's more important than the wrestling company aspect right and then and then that was the highest selling pay-per-view I think at the time too after that or one of them so it's hard to argue but um after that there's been some stuff again this is the thing with AEW right now they have usually they start something where you're like ooh that's good I like this Mm. and then they aren't great at building them they either immediately start doing matches or they drag it on for too long but not in a great way which which sounds counterintuitive from most of the complaints are they're just they're not building stuff long enough but sometimes they build it too long and unfortunately that's kind of where we're getting to with this punk mjf feud um it it's to where it's it's and it has nothing to do with the length of time it has to do with the content and it's starting to get stupid which is a shame because we were all super hyped about that when it started and it started off really, really strong. Hmm. And now it's like the, the worst one was last week. The, the Not this past uh, Dynamite, the one before, because they're also doing this Wardlow MJF thing still, mm-hmm. which has been going mm-hmm. on like they've been together now for two years, whatever, but they've been almost breaking up for like a year plus. And it's like. Mm-hmm. It's getting ridiculous where you're like, okay, Wardlow's just retarded. Like, <laughs> at this point, you're just stupid. <sighs> um, so I don't know if you saw Dynamite two weeks ago. But I missed that one, but didn't the – so correct me if I'm wrong. My impression is maybe that – Maybe it was three weeks ago. Okay, so first of all, I kind of disagree. I like what they've been doing in theory, but I have missed some of the details in the last few weeks. So maybe that's why I'm still cool with it. But, um, I mean, it's still okay, but uh, so, so, 
so what they're doing is they're having MJF because he's a dirtbag like trot out all his different minions for Punk to get through, right? And he's ducking the fight. Yeah. Punk wants the fight. MJF yes. is ducking the fight because he's a heel. One of the guys he he threw in his path a couple weeks ago was Wardlow. Yep. Wardlow because he's not you know forty and is good and strong like beat up Punk a lot, but lost by DQ somehow. I'm MJF's. getting no. That's not what happened. Okay, that what should happened? have been what happened. Okay. Um, okay. So Punk wrestled Wardlow. Fine. You know it's the whole thing. MJF throwing all his people at punk doesn't want to you know they haven't yep. touched that's the whole big thing right which is fine i'm all for that um in theory so they are wrestling and wardlow just squashes him because i'm mm-hmm. sitting there and i'm like how is this gonna happen because punk hasn't lost right they're not gonna have punk lose right? right but also they've really been pushing wardlow like he's been squashing guys left and right they're really trying to make him seem big. They're feuding, you know, they're kind of planting all those seeds still with the MJF thing. So they're trying to make him a big deal. You can tell by the way the commentary works on him mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like they're they're trying to make him a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of like, this is kind of weird. This is an interesting situation. So they have him just completely squash punk. He does his symphony of power bombs whatever they call it whatever it's called power bomb symphony yeah it's a little bit of a mouthful it but. is but it's you know it's something but it's still the classic of no moves matter so the only moves <laughs> are if you do it a hundred times right. which in theory is really dumb um it's just because it's power bomb super weak that's why he has to hit it right a lot. exactly so it's <laughs> it's dumb and uh so he hits punk with a power bomb and then another one and another one and another one. I think he had him like eight times and punks like just dead, like limp, lifeless, dead. Um, and you're like, wow. Okay. I guess punk's going to lose. This is interesting. And then you have him like going, gonna go and pin him, and MJF jumps up on the ramp. It's like, no, keep going, like keep, keep, you know, keep hitting him. I pay you. We need to kill him. Um, <laughs> That's a real Batman Forever move, right there. Yeah, kinda. So he like throws him out of the ring, and is beating him up outside of the ring, and then he power bombs him through. Uh, he power bombs him through a table and like outside the ring. And then, so he gets back in the ring and the ref starts counting. Punk never moved like in the mm-hmm. ring, like ever, like he was dead. He's just been a limp lifeless body. But as the ref starts to count, now he starts to move and slowly crawl himself in and then beats the count, you know, by a half a second. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah. I don't believe this. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. And so he gets back in. And again, MJF's like, beat him up more, blah, blah, blah. And uh, at some point, he's going to, like, try and... I think he was going to try and win again. And MJF told not to. I can't remember exactly how all that played out anyway. And so he ends up going over to him. And Punk then sneakily grabs him, rolls him up, and then gets the three count and wins the match. <laughs> And I was like, okay, y'all are retarded. This is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. 
this is this was so stupid and it didn't oh, have to be man. there were so no. many ways to get away with this well the My, thing the I best thought one, happened what makes I, a lot more sense right what i thought was going to happen which would have been awesome which is <laughs> but uh it would have been so good if punk it and and you could argue it would be dumb anyway of this. There's no way for any of this to be perfect. But uh, mm-hmm. I wanted Wardlow to have it won, and then Punk go in, or and then MJF go in and attack Punk. Yeah. And then have Wardlow get disqualified because he didn't want anyone to beat Punk but him. Like I thought something like that was going to happen. That makes so much. Which would have been awesome. That's but but the reason they option. didn't do that is because I know they're adhering to a strict no touching policy. They're making that a big deal. So that, you know, obviously that would interfere with that, but it's so much better storytelling. And no, instead they just make Wardlow look (laughs) retarded. And I don't believe you. Now I don't believe Wardlow's moves mean anything. I don't believe anything. Uh, Punk is dead in the ring, going to be pinned. But then when he gets powerbomb outside the ring after 12 powerbombs, now he has enough strength to roll him up. No, I I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, You've lost all credibility here. It's it's stupid. And Punk knows oh, better. And so it makes me more mad. Like when I see the Young Bucks do all their crap, I'm like, yeah, they're yeah. dumb. They're, they're they're their wrestling style is being stupid and they know it and they do it. Um but it's like with the Jericho MJF feud. It makes it so much worse and I'm like, Jericho, you know better than this. Like, you're better than this. That's the way I feel about yep. this with Punk. I'm like, Punk, <laughs> you've been, like, one of the standards of this. You've been one of the more level-headed storytelling people since you came back. Like, you know better than this. This is yeah. stupid, and you should not have... If this had all happened after two or three power bombs, it would have made the whole thing okay. Like, yeah. they overdid it, like they do with most <laughs> things, and they made it awful. And so, and then last week, <laughs> this past Dynamite, you know, he's in the ring, and... Punk squashes Sean Spears and then MJF runs in and then Punk confronts him and Punk looks like an idiot because he could easily just attack MJF here, but he just sits there forever and then MJF runs away and you're like, what? What is going on here? Now we're just getting dumb. So first of all, I still like the angle as a whole. I think it's still fun. And that some of that is probably because I didn't watch this Wardlow match. So all that being said, it is as somebody who hasn't watched it and had to sit through it, pretty hilarious that we'd have another great example of AEW just really overcooking what should mm-hmm. be a pretty simple concept, mm-hmm. a simple match, a simple angle. That's it, it. That's pretty hilarious in the sense that they just keep doing this and they don't learn anything. Um, I liked this week. I love that this was the complete opposite. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was fine. I love that he killed like, cause God bless him. But I love that Sean Spears, his whole, whole role is just that. Yeah, <laughs> like he's a he's a goonie for a bad guy, and he's never an actual serious threat. Or if he is, it's because he hits you with a chair when you're, you're not right. looking. Like mm-hmm. that's a really fun role. And I like that Punk just. And maybe you could, you know, I'm reading too much into this, but you could say, oh, maybe he's mad after last week or whatever. But he comes in and just knocks him out immediately. And it makes sense to me that Punk wouldn't touch him because Punk is the baby face. Like I could see if if they did it a smart way and had like MJF get. Wardlow DQ'd last week or two weeks ago or whatever it was, he comes in, hits Punk with, you know, a kendo stick or whatever. He's like, yeah, I didn't touch him. I never laid a hand on him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's obnoxious, but there's a heel logic to that. Whereas Punk would be like, no, I'm not going to fight this guy until we have a match or whatever. I don't know. I, I, I'm i I'm okay with that. I still like this angle. I liked having MJF on commentary freaking out as Sean Spears lost immediately. And hey, idiot, 
that's what you get for following up Wardlow with Sean Spears. Yeah, like there's not yeah. a little bit of a drop off there. Sure. I do love that uh, MJF loves Sean Spears and is now always annoyed with Wardlow. It's just it's just it's just good heel stuff. I like it. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Um, again, no, I'm with you. I still like it overall. But now, again, you're like, dude, we're going too long here. Like they're out of ideas, I guess. Like it's getting mm. bad. And I'm all for long term, uh, long term storytelling. But I guess if they literally can't do it, maybe it's good that they haven't been. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. So what? Um, let's see. What else happened in this show? This, um, this yeah, we can just dynamite. go through the this week then. So again, we've had several weeks of dynamite since we've talked. Um, Moxley came back. That was the big thing. That was very good. Yeah, Moxley I came back. That was that. really good. Um, he he then wrestled for the first time on Rampage too, which I do, which is interesting because Moxley looks like a jobber now. Um, you know, all, all for, all for him, man, it's all great, you know, awesome, his whole rehab stuff, but he's so tiny, like he's so small that you're looking out there and he wrestled Ethan page. And I'm like, he looks like a jobber. Like he has the body (laughs) type of a jobber who just comes in. He doesn't wear anything. He just has his pants and then blank torso, no wristbands, nothing like just blank arms. And he's tiny now. He's lost a ton of weight, which is, you know, good. Like, he's a lot healthier, but yeah. he's really small. That's <laughs> so funny. I'm watching, and Ethan Page is huge. So I'm watching this, and I'm like, this looks like the giant star and the jobber, but it's Moxley. So it's yeah. weird, and it, like, it Interesting. playing tricks on, like, my brain as I'm trying to watch this, because Moxley's doing all this intimidating stuff, and I'm like, I don't really be- believe you right hmm. now. So it's kind of weird. And and they That's- even kind of mentioned it on commentary um, not quite that way, but they did kind of mention like, you know, oh, uh, he was getting beat up at one point, And I think Taz or something was like, yeah, you know, he's been out of action for six you know, for three months. And also, you know, he's got a new body type. So it takes a while to get used to, you know, your new body weight and stuff like that. So hmm. they actually did mention it. And because it was just so glaring, just, you know, when you're used to a look of a certain guy for a long period of time, it's just kind of throws you off so i mean i'm sure you know it, it, it you know you'll we'll get used to it or i'll get used to it it'll be fine yeah, but, interesting. but it was just to, interesting um, watching that match because it was so visually off-putting mm-hmm. i need to watch that then because i, I haven't but seen it was a good match. yet it it, match. it's funny because he looks like he looks amazing he, he does looks 10 years younger yeah like you forget a lot of times you're like yeah alcohol is just poison until you see someone who like doesn't drink any for six months and then you're like whoa yeah you look great well yeah he quit drinking poison like that's what that that'll do it that's helpful so i i, I would imagine he'll put some of that weight back on but that's really because when he's just standing in the ring cutting that promo which was a great yeah, promo, you don't, you don't notice. notice it Mm-mm. okay well I, I need to watch that then but that was a really good way to start the show and i think it's interesting i was showing my friends this promo last night not in a good way or a bad way. I really like comparing like Punk's comeback and the way he talked with John Moxley's obviously different circumstances, different duration of time, but it's just interesting to see how some wrestlers are really cool. Just telling you exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Moxley prefers to like, just use the, use the metaphor and tell the story and you know exactly what he means. Like everybody knows and he knows that, you know, but that's just that's how he deals with it. I thought that was a very interesting like 
comparison because he never explicitly said what happened, even though everybody knew. But it was it was really, really good. That was a great way to start the show. It was. No, it was great. It was an awesome promo. It was a really cool moment. So, uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was a great way to start the show. Yeah. Uh, it, it was. I mean, it was the best thing on the show for sure. Uh, yeah, easily. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Because again, this is another thing. Dynamite has just become kind of, like we said, the whole thing is just everything's just meh. Or as MJF would say, everything's just mid right now. I I quite liked this episode. But I mean, maybe that's just because I hadn't tuned in. It's in a couple fine. Weeks. It's fine. But there's just there's just not a ton of super interesting stuff happening. Um All right, let's see. Uh so that happened. That was great. The Moxie return was awesome. Uh, the tag match with Orange and Statlander, Adam Cole, Britt Baker was fine. I'm so over this feud. It's so dumb. Like, like, it's just constantly making Orange Cassidy look like an idiot. And it's just, okay. I don't, but again, I don't know why this is a big deal. Why is Adam Cole mad? He's beaten the crap out of Orange Cassidy at every single turn. Why is he still even bothering with him at this point? Like, I'm well, so confused. He accidentally knocked Britt well, Baker. Well, now, table, yeah, right? in that match, but I don't even know why this match was still happening. Like, I don't know why I, he has any problem with Orange. Still, he keeps beating the crap out of him. I'll tell you what I like about it, and what I'm I'm really excited to, for the uh, for the Britt Baker development and to see them get in whatever a lights out match next week or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, I because I love like Adam Cole joining the group of super serious super good wrestlers who can't stand orange cassidy for some reason <laughs> to like great comedic effect like him and jericho and pack are kind of in that in that trifecta together and i just enjoy it i don't it doesn't make a ton of sense like why he would care that much about orange cassidy and i'm doing that thing again where i read too much into it but i just i like the idea that these are really intense people who care a lot and they can't stand that Orange Cassidy is still pretty good, despite not caring at all. And I think they take that personally and and behave really irrationally around him. And I find it really yes. funny. It's it's kind of a lot, but at least they're like right now going forward. Like, okay, you accidentally hurt my girlfriend. I'm a bad person. I'm going to try to kill you. That's I, I oh, like. Oh yeah, that yeah. Angle. At this I point, like that's fine. That, like that that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, Why they were fighting coming into tonight? I've no idea. That still, makes no yeah, sense. it's weird. Um, <laughs> but I mean, it was a good match, and so you know, I mean, it'll be a good match. Orange Cassidy, yeah. Adam Cole next week. It'll be fun to watch. So yeah, sure. definitely. I mean, you know, it's not. It's fine. Um, then we had Punk versus Spears. We've already talked about that. Was fine. Um, you know, it is what it is. Building to to. Uh, Oh, one more thing that. about this. Big oh my of, gosh, um, they have a dynamite coming up on Chica- in Chicago before the Revolution pay per view. They're so gonna <laughs> waste this match on that. They're so gonna yeah. waste it. Yep, that sounds about right. Oh my gosh, they're what so date? gonna waste this because they've oh, even that's... been teasing the Chicago thing multiple times. Yep. Oh my gosh, they're so stupid. What date is that show? Because I don't know. I just okay. know it's before. Oh boy, that's gonna be great. That's definitely what they're going to do. I'm glad you said that now so we can go ahead and brace ourselves. Okay, last thing about this segment. I was a huge fan of um, just a great little understated commentary moment. MJF going, kick out, kick out, kick out. And then there's a beat of like a second and a half. And Shafani goes, you didn't kick out. (laughs) 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 Completely straight. That was perfect. Oh, yeah. That's that's really good. That's really good. I'm telling you, man. Tony's the best. Tony's the best. Uh, All right. Then we had Cody Rhodes's. Uh, promo which is getting a lot of heat mm. on Twitter. I gotta be on like John Moxley kind of has a leg up because he had all the you know in sure. real life stuff going in behind his. 
I thought this promo was awesome. I, I thought really, so really too. And so many people are making fun of it. I, no, I liked Cody, it too. I Cody Rhodes get I I don't like that people are booing Cody, but I the fact it. that Cody is a smart enough like wrestling writer or booker or however you want to call it to just roll that right into what he's doing is just so great. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big fan of, again, I I'm not going to boo this character. I don't think he's a heel. I have no problem with him, but I love this iteration of Cody Rhodes being absolutely roasted by the crowd every week. I love just, that. Just he just embraces right it. it. Unlike, I, I mean, you know, he's honestly taking a page out of John Cena's book to be perfectly honest. Yes. But the yes. only difference he is, knows he is the only difference is he's gotten on top of it. Wait, it took John Cena 10 years to actually exactly. acknowledge it. And he's like right away. He sits there. He lets them chant. Mm-hmm. He uh, like he'll pause if someone's chanting and be like, you know, all mm-hmm. right. And he just will wait. He'll let it die down and then he'll keep going. Like it's he knows what he's doing and he's he's the best talker in wrestling right now. I don't care what anybody says. And um, I'll yeah, you so, that's the thing. Like you can make anything look goofy. If in wrestling, if you if you try to anything, you can break apart and make look ridiculous. So, uh, you know, I don't know why people keep doing that with Cody, but I thought it was fun. I enjoyed the promo. I liked it. Um, I like the setup with the two TNT titles in a ladder match. It's classic. Yeah, uh, I do too. They're wasting I do it too. next week again, which is stupid, but it'll be fun. I mean, Sammy Guevara in a ladder match is always fun. So, yeah, so- I, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. Again, AEW, that's that's the theme. Good matchups with good wrestlers and very little backstory, you know, put into it. I'm So we were talking about Cody and Ted DiBiase Jr. and, you know, legacy and all that stuff earlier and you talking about how how good he clearly was at a young age or whatever i wasn't watching for a lot of that i i think the reason i have a point to this i promise but the reason cody is thriving so well outside of aew in a way he didn't or outside of wwe in a way he couldn't in that company is because he's a good wrestler and he's a very good talker but his biggest strength is He's got a great mind for wrestling. He yeah. understands storytelling. He understands the nuance of it and giving people what they want and what they don't want. Because sometimes what they want is just to hate this guy. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to keep doing exactly what he's doing. Like and I love that he has committed to this bit. And like you said, he's identified because he's smart that he is in the John Cena situation, even though he didn't really try to put himself there. Right. So he's going to roll with it immediately. He's going to start the promo by saying, so what do you guys want to talk about? It's also a great, like, and again, which John Cena always got, and and, and I'll give WWE credit, at, at kind of always got too, although maybe unintentionally, maybe not for the same reasons, but there's no better place to be in wrestling than that type of thing like it Mm. the the dichotomy of hatred and love is like the gold standard of being Mm. over in wrestling right at least Mm. right now at least in this day and age there's just there's no way it's just the perfect thing because you're always relevant you're always relevant you're always going to get buzz you're always going to get publicity people are always going to talk about you it's the best possible place to be really in wrestling right now Um, and John Cena got it again. I don't know if theirs was intentional. I think it was literally just WWE like, nope, we're sticking with this. And, and just kind of ended up working out in their benefit. But yeah, uh, 
it um and I, and I think that might be also why they screwed up so much with Roman because they kind of <laughs> saw that that was actually not the worst thing with Cena. Uh huh. But but Roman's not Cena, so it didn't work. Um, but they you know they got it eventually. Um, but uh, so yeah, it's a great spot, and if if they're smart, they don't change anything. They just keep Cody just yeah. keeps laying into it. And uh, all the morons will continue to boo him and all the, you know, real ones will continue to cheer him. And there we go. And I'm fine with it. Yeah. So I like it. It makes me like him even more. Just as now he's just spiting the morons who are booing him by being like, you know, why I'm not turning heel because you fans love me. Like, it was great. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, beautiful. So I, I know, I know how you feel about this individual because of, you know, some like, actual and out of the ring wrestling history. But I really think that Cody Rhodes and triple H have a lot in common when it comes to understanding characters and wrestling booking, because I think of triple H like rad dad, NXT triple H and the way he was able to steer that and tell stories within that for so long. I think Cody has a very similar brain and I think he's kind of showing that now that he has his own playground to play around in. That is a lot of fun to watch. And I think of I don't remember if this was a Triple H quote specifically or if they just it it was a quote that got leaked around a couple years after I got into wrestling. But what they were saying was we 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 think we've gotten beyond the point where people are heels or baby faces. Mm -hmm. And that's only true in one sense of the word, because you are always going to have people come out and get cheap heat. And you are always going to have good guys and bad guys. But what I think he's getting at with that quote and what Cody understands with his promo is you don't have to think about that. You just have to be a character with a personality and a point of view. And as long as people like it or hate it, then it's working. That's the realistic way to do it. And that's why this character is so interesting. And I love it. And I love that he takes the time to come out there and be like, Hey, all right. First of all, you guys know CM Punk, right? Like him. I'm basically him. And I did everything that he said he was going to do in the pipe bomb, except I actually did it. And I also founded this company, you idiots. Like, yeah. And guess what? It's all true. Exactly. So it works. (laughs) So it works because it antagonizes the fans. But I'm watching it. I'm like, yeah, Cody, good for you, man. You did it. This is great. Look at you. (laughs) Oh, it was magnificent. And I. I'm happy for um I almost called him Sammy Zayn. Goodness. <laughs> Sammy Guevara. They I wish he would leave and join AEW just so they could be in a tag team because that would be very funny. Yeah. I'm happy for him because ever since he won the title, he hasn't really had anything to do with it. And now he does just by virtue of feuding with Cody, who has something very interesting going on. Well, he doesn't even he doesn't have the title. <sighs> Whatever. He's got the interim, right? Cody I mean, has the title. Stupid. Cody has yeah, a title. Yeah, that's right. Never lost it. Never wrestled for it. No, you yeah. can't win the title. No. Okay. Well, that's fair. But so he's in the title feud then, right? And I think yeah. he's going to win. Although uh, it would be very so funny. Stupid. I, I think at least if he wins, then he has like one interesting TNT title match. Sure. That he sure, that's fair. hasn't had yet. But yeah, no, I would. I want to see Cody keep doing this. This is a lot more fun. <laughs> oh, okay. The one other thing. I'm not a fan of them taking shots at WWE like every week, but I think when it's earned, it works. And I think in a promo where Cody is talking about how much he's succeeded outside of WWE, that's the context where it really works. So I don't know if you heard about this, but WWE has this German um, 
Ubermensch by the name of Walter or Walter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, you know, we know German Walter. Powerhouse. Yeah, okay. I'm just, I'm, you know, it's you been kidding a me? No, Walter was Walter's debut no. is one of the best WWE things in like the last ten yeah. years. Okay, so remember you said that because this week the big news right uh, is he's was, a Nazi. Well, yeah, because he came out. It was like, <laughs> my name is Gunther. And everyone's like, why, dude? Why did you do this? <laughs> oh, good Lord. He's going to get released in six months. But anyway. Yep. So when he dropped that Gunther, what did he say? Some some sort of Gunther line. Cody I don't know. I didn't watch there. it. I just know he's he's a name of a literal Nazi now. Yeah. So they so they trademarked his last name, like Gunther. I don't I don't remember what it was. And then somebody Googled it and was like, that was a Nazi submarine captain. <laughs> and they're like, OK, so maybe not that one. I wish they'd just lean into it, frankly, because that would be a way to get some news. I mean, we've talked about it, but, you know, it, it is the perfect. It's it's WWE, man. I mean, come on. It's they did it with the Iron Sheik. Why not? Just full on Nazi <laughs> character. On. OK, so we could almost do a whole episode on the times they named someone something and then had to go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> But like when they debuted, when they debuted three of the four horsewomen from NXT and their idea of a women's revolution was putting the women in teams and then having the teams have tag matches every week for like three months. Yeah, they originally who was it? Who was it? I want to say it was Paige, Becky Lynch and Charlotte maybe were one of the original teams. I don't even know. I don't remember. I just know that for like a week they were known as the submission sorority. Which oh, is oh yeah, I remember that. Not the SS, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a <laughs> okay. I didn't even think about that. Not a great <laughs> name, but is at least a coherent team name. And then I don't know how this came up, but somebody at the office had to be like, "So here's the thing: uh, if you Google submission sorority, there's already a website that's very, 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 very not safe for the whole family. Um, so we need to change this name right now." <laughs> So that was a good one. That lasted like six days. That was pretty funny. But anyway, yeah, so he had the line about Gunther. That's where we were going with that. And then, like, somebody, Red Dragon is back, and they're feuding with the Young Bucks. And Cody Rhodes was like, listen, I don't need to watch the Young Bucks beat developmental twice. And I was like, that. Red Dragons? I heard that part of the promo, and I had no idea what he was talking about. That, okay, so they now have, you know, so Adam Cole is putting Undisputed Era back together, right? So it's Kylo Riley and Bobby Fish. That was their tag team name when they were on the Indies together. Oh. They both signed with NXT. They became the tag team portion of Undisputed Era. Yeah. And now they're back out and they're both in AEW. Right. But the lot. So, you know, the, the joke being like, OK, okay well, we won it. the Wednesday Night War. I didn't when know these that guys was their were on NXT. Before. I only knew them from yeah. Undisputed. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. that's that was the joke. So that was pretty clever. And again. I don't want to see them doing this every week, but when he's making a point to point out, like, here's all the stuff I've done outside of WWE that made you people love me, mm-hmm. I think it worked. I really yeah, like yeah, this yeah. promo a lot. I'm looking forward to the match next week. It's going to be sick. Yeah, yeah. I am too. That'll be fun. Um, uh, Varsity Blondes, Malachi Black, and Brody King, not going to lie, didn't watch it. Um, I got Usually, nothing against, I like the Varsity yeah. Blondes. Um, I like Malachi Black. This whole Brody, what's his name? I don't know anything about him. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure he's from the Indies and is a big star there. Um, I just, I, I wasn't, I was kind of flying through mm-hmm. Dynamite and I skipped a lot and I skipped that part. Sorry. Apparently it was yeah. a good match though. I, the tease, I mean, 
I feel like they could have set this up for something really, really great for the Varsity Blondes with the way they, you know, incapacitated Julia Hart a couple yeah. weeks ago, which we talked about. I would have liked to see this be a feud to, like, elevate and further Varsity Blondes a little bit instead of them just taking the L pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Like, their pecking order is pretty established. Yeah. So that's kind of a shame, but I love... I, I am excited to see them feud with Pac. I like Pac doing the thing where his Ooh, eyes were yeah, covered. yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. That was a great promo. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that afterwards. That, that was that, really that's good. cool. Yeah, I like that. That was really good. So I'm into that going forward. Brody King, Cody's right about this too. He pointed this out. He's like, that takes some balls to come to this company and keep your name Brody. We're not going to change your name. Wait, we're but, not WWE, uh, but hang on. But, but is that his actual name or is that his just his wrestling name? I don't know. Because I think it would be really – I'm sure it's a wrestling name, but I think it would be really funny if it was his actual name. You'd be like, what the hell, man? Like, that's my name. What do you, What am I going right. to do? <laughs> right. Well, again, Cody makes it about, you know, AEW versus WWE. He's like, we're not going to make you change your name because we yeah. don't do that. But, like, good luck, dude. <laughs> that that's was, fair. I, I he just, really took I the piss out of him. I don't know anything about though. him, but I know that was like his indie name was Brody King. Sure. I'm so sure now yeah, I'm sure it was, but, but kind of takes the piss out of him a little bit. I don't know if you want to be saying stuff like that about your own wrestlers. <laughs> I don't know how smart oh, that is. Well, he's such a heel, man. He's just burying everybody. He's burying his own talent. Kind of. Kind of. Because I already mm. didn't really care about this guy, and now I kind of care even less. So. Yep. Yeah. Maybe That's fine. He's with. He's with. It's Malachi Black, yeah, now, yeah, right? Yeah. Not Alistair. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, Malachi, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, uh, Lance Archer came back, so that's good to see. I don't know what he's been doing. I don't know if I, I don't know if he's been hurt or what, but he's been mm. gone for a he's, while. He's trying to join American Top Team now, clearly. Oh, is he? The, no, I don't. Isn't he teamed up with that guy now? With MMA Man? Aren't they friends? I, I, oh, yeah, I guess he is. That was Again, I kind of skipped because- this match. Okay, so I, I skipped the match. The only reason I bring all this up is because Dan Lambert, like they're playing videos, maybe it was from last week, I don't know. Dan Lambert oh, is running okay. his mouth. See, I only watched half of Dynamite from last, like the one before mm, this past mm. one. So apparently, yeah, they did a thing with him and okay. Dan Lambert. So yeah, he's with uh, them now, which that's good. That's good for him. Yeah, that's fine. I'm all yeah. for that. But that's, Dan that's... Lambert is talking about, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what he says, but he's ripping on Cowboy. He's like, oh, you think you're a Cowboy? You think you're a Cowboy with you know with this and with that? And and Hangman Page gave what I think is one of the best babyface responses to a heel talking trash in a very smart one. He was just like, hey, man, you're a dork. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he literally said, you just kept talking about how I'm not a real Cowboy. Do you think Bob Orton was on the road for eight days and then came home to, like, be with his cattle? And I was just like, yeah, get him. Like, what? <laughs> I just love that, like that this moment where, like, you know, because in wrestling you have to take everything seriously. If you're yeah. a wrestler, that's the whole point. And I love that he's just like, "What are you? I'm not literally a cowboy, dude. It's just <laughs> it represents who I am." Yeah, dork. I because Dan Lambert is the guy that would take that way too far and way too seriously. That is, and true. it's a great change of pace to go from Chris Jericho, who rises to his his level of like asinine engagement, to Hangman, who's just like, "Dude, what are you? What are you talking about?" <laughs> I do just like come that. fight me then but don't don't be a dork about it that was great i didn't watch the match but i was a big fan of that interaction and i want to see them feud more that's that's pretty good mm-hmm. uh so apparently he basically squashed kazarian mm. um yep that's oh you know, wait that's fine okay that reminds me jericho had an interview segment with um oh yeah i think we touched on this oh, a they're doing bit. a thing with him and eddie kingston and uh trying to split apart inner circle because of uh proud and powerful yeah right. well but like i thing. 
it kind of fit though because we've it talked does. about like the inner circle has kind of run out of steam and Jericho yes. is kind of he needs a good feud again and I love that proud and powerful were like what what why are we in your team again like what has this yeah. ever gotten us yeah and it makes it's a, a fair point and also Jericho <laughs> like, looks yeah. ridiculous I'm not sure what this outfit is. He looks so bad, and which is not new. Jericho's that's kind of the point. Looks dumb it? a lot of yeah. times, yeah. and usually he makes it work. So I don't want to criticize it too much because I've never seen someone be able to get over more stupid things than Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure it'll work. But my gosh, that way too small little vest, and it just looks so bad. I'm just looking at him like. I don't even know what look you're going for, man. Like this looks ridiculous. So it made me laugh. It was very distracting during that promo. Yeah. Just looking at Jericho. But yeah, that was a good point. I did forget about that. So that was a good thing to mention. Um, but yeah, so they're trying to do, I guess Lance Archer will be the first, uh, you know, fodder for page after this. Um, that's pretty much his role. I'm the six, seven guy who's never going to win anything, but we're always mm. going to pretend is a real threat. Cause I'm big. And that's what they'll do for for Paige, which is fine. I mean, you know, that's part of a title run, so that's fine. Yeah, no, that'll um, be good. I I don't know Sky Blue at all. I don't remember her. I I I remember the name, I think, but I don't I don't think I've really seen her do anything. But she wrestled Serena Deeb. I skipped that match too. I really like well, Serena Deeb. Uh, I just again I was pressed for time and I wanted to watch yeah. the Sting and Darby Allen match. So yeah. Well, as soon as she came out, I was immediately like. Oh, okay, well, so I've never heard of this person. They're about to die. So who is she fighting? And like, what are they trying to say by elevating this other person? And it was Serena Deeb, which is fine. I don't know what they're going to do with her in the future, but it was Serena Deeb. You know, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was the whole point was like, look, she's really technical. Look at how long she's holding the submission after she won. She's real mean. She's real mad now. Like that was that was it. So that's fine. I don't I don't know where they're going with it, but it was good. Yeah. Um. All right, so then we had the main event, Sting Darby versus The Acclaimed, which I was really happy for because I like both these teams a lot. The Acclaimed yeah. really sold me, man. I was not a fan of them when they first came out. I remember seeing Max Caster doing his rap thing, and I'm like, oh, no, a rap thing. Like, immediately, it's like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. John Cena perfected this. Everything else <laughs> looks bad. Every time it's happened, it's, like, terrible because um, Cena was just so good at it. Not even that he's, like, that great of a rapper, but just he had it down and it was funny and it was clever and it was good platinum album i know john cena know. to you <laughs> oh don't oh believe me man i know all those songs please um uh, but uh i don't know he sold me and all the controversy stuff sold me too it was great for him all that stuff was great getting like fake suspended or like kind of suspended not really suspended for the twitter mob like stuff like that really helped his character a lot and uh, it made him way more interesting. And he'll constantly say stuff that's like just slightly too far mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Where yeah, you're like, do a really good job. Kind of like MJF. I mean, that's what MJF did. You know, like the Brian Pillman thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he's going there with, a, with yeah. a lot of things. And it works. It works. I like it. I think it's fun. And, it- and I think he's funny. And I think he's a, I think they're really good wrestlers, too. So I like yeah. I like this team a lot. I was going to say they've really grown on me because like and here's what it is. They are like developed characters and one of their things is rapping. The rapping is not the entirety of their characters. The rapping Mm -mm. is another extension 
of how these two douchebags like and really push the envelope. Max Caster, like the other, uh, yeah. what I forgot the, the other guy, he doesn't do that. So it's not like they're sit, they're like a rap duo, you know, out right. there. That would be weird. But they, you know, they like to antagonize and they like to take things too far. I love that they had their own little black and white video where they like mm-hmm. run over Darby <laughs> Allen with their car. That was such a great heel note. It was. It was like, like oh, that. you make your cute little movies? Shut up. That was great. <laughs> I did that like that. That was a really, really nice touch. And that was, yeah, they're they're winning me over. I like them. I'm, they're they're going to have a title run at some point or a title program. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure good. they will. Uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I don't really know what the point of this match was, but, uh, it, it was, was fun. To give you the good sting match. show, dude. Are you kidding? I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. Yes, I, I understand that, but I'm talking about story wise. It does. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get where it's going, but, uh, if we see, if it means we're going to see more matches with these two teams, that's fine with me. Cause I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, but yeah, I liked the way this match was, was done because we've had Sting starting to wrestle a little bit more because I'm sure it's a classic thing where, you know, they took it slow. They took it slow with Sting. You know, he wasn't necessarily eager to just go in and start flying around doing stuff. He's mm-hmm. 63 or whatever. You know, all this stuff. He almost died a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And so they've been doing this, you know, taking this slow and all. And um, but now he start. you know, once he started wrestling now, you can tell it's like, oh, I still can do this. So they're starting to have him wrestle a little bit more and a little bit more tag team stuff. And it works like it's fun. Like they make a good team. They fit aesthetically, obviously, and mm-hmm. it, they fit wrestling wise because you have the tiny Darby who can just take all the heat for everything. And then mm-hmm. then Sting can just come in and clean house like that's yeah. literally the characters like they are made for each other. It's yeah, so it's perfect. perfect. It really and, is. And it's just funny and because it's Sting and Sting has never lost anything in the minds of wrestling fans like so mm-hmm. many others have that they can still get away with the no selling of the younger. Like it's still even yeah. though in it really is dumb and I should be mad about it with the way <laughs> I watch wrestling. I don't care. I don't care. And every time he no sells thing pops up and then scares the crap out of them. It's it's one of the greatest things ever and it hasn't gotten old yet. Yeah, and I still well, love it. And uh, I liked that they, this time, they didn't do it that way. Like, they had Sting yeah. wrestle the whole match. And it was like, wow, yeah. maybe, maybe he'll start wrestling. Maybe they'll have him wrestle a singles match here or there, which would be interesting. So, I liked that. Darby getting beat up right away, out of the match. Sting coming in, handicap. And, uh, you know, holding his own for most of the time. But then, and I was a little worried because I was like, they can't do the whole match like this, right? Because there's no way Sting's going to lose. And that would make Mm -hmm. them look terrible if they lost a 62-year-old Sting in a handicap, you know. But Mm -hmm. But then, you know, he was beat and they had Darby come in. And then, you know, that's how they were able to beat him. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like that, that, that makes a lot more sense. But, uh. I, I enjoyed this match a lot. I thought it was exactly what it needed to be. It wasn't that long. It was like 10 minutes long. Like they didn't overdo it. Fast paced. Mm-hmm. Um, they even didn't fall into a lot of the tag team wrestling problems that, that AEW has. Like when they were doing stuff outside the ring or when multiple, Oh yeah. When multiple people were wrestling at once, it was always like the non-legal guys were fighting outside the ring. <laughs> like they were even following those rules. So like, I really enjoyed that. And uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was great. 
Yeah, it's things old school. He'll keep those tag teams in line. Um, hey, that's what I thought about Punk and Jericho and some of uh, these other people. So who knows? Well, I um, yeah, I so I I saw Moxley's promo like Wednesday night because that was like the thing I wanted to see the most, and I kind of chipped away at the rest of the episode throughout the week. And I saw CM Punk tweet something Wednesday night and say like Sting is so great because he still makes that look effortless. And I thought, what the heck did Sting do tonight? Crash. And then the I table. finally watched. I watched the match this afternoon. I was like, whoa, they just <laughs> fought the entire match. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It was incredible. It was. I loved it, dude. It was It was great. It was really fun. They have him. I don't think this is the first time we've had this conversation, but they have him. Like you were saying, it's the perfect spot for what is, I mean, basically, you know, it's a nostalgia act. Like that's mm-hmm. what you want to do. Yeah. You want to see him have this chemistry with Darby and come out and play the hits and no sell because it's Sting and he's awesome. And it's perfect. Like if they were the tag team champions, people would get tired. Of sure, it. sure. And it would yeah. be kind of annoying. They're not beating up jobbers every week. They're fighting people who are respectable. Like the acclaimed are good. They're going to yeah. get a tag title shot this year. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure but they've that, gotten like, a title shot already. I'm sure they rest for the title. Before, maybe but, so, but I don't know. But, yeah. but you know, it's it's just perfect. That was a ton of fun, and it it capped what I think was a really solid show. Like I wasn't in love with everything that they did. Yeah, it was fine. But this was a really fun episode to get back in on and a really fun, like, relatively low stakes, but still really fun main event. I liked it a lot. It was a good show. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I, I um, again, I don't always love the direction of AEW a lot of times. Well, there's not even one a lot of times. So, <laughs> but uh, right. So that part always kind of frustrates me and has been for the past few weeks. But as far as like the actual show itself, like you were saying, like, yeah, the show was fine. And that's one of the things that's kind of good and bad about AEW is usually again, there's very few actual bad like episodes of Dynamite. There, there's been a couple, but very few. Usually <laughs> it's like a stupid thing or two will happen. But yeah. the shows themselves usually are pretty good. And uh which, again, which is good and bad. It's good because, again, the shows are usually good and you're usually going to see good matches, even if they're random or not built up. They're good enough wrestlers and you're usually going to get good wrestling. The problem with that is I feel like they they don't have a lot of incentive to do much better sometimes because of that, because <laughs> they literally can just be like, oh, we'll just do this match and it'll be great. And it usually yeah. is. So... Sometimes there maybe it isn't as big of an incentive to fix maybe their storytelling aspect. So I'm not really sure, but, but yeah, yeah. no, it was, it was a fine episode and we saw some good matches and yeah, yeah. AEW is still solid for all the complaints that we do, which I think are warranted. It's still good yeah. and it's still good wrestling and it's still fun to watch. And, you know, and I still watch it pretty much every week. I've, I've missed like one or two. I miss rampages sometimes, but, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's fine. Um, yeah, I did watch uh, Rampage this week for the first time in a while. Um, I don't know How if you was, watched Rampage. Um, give me give me like a quick review. How was the uh, Jade Cargill Anna J match? Uh, I get like I didn't really watch it. Um, it was okay. on when I first started talking to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, that was I gotcha. had gotten through most of it. Jade Cargill is terrible. She's awful and um, she's not ready for any of this yet. And it's kind mm-hmm. of a shame. Like it was really apparent when she beat Thunder Rosa and it was like, oh yeah. gosh, that was just awful. Like it was I bad. So my thing with that is I don't I get what they're doing. They're like, OK, she's, you know, the floor's low, but the ceiling's high. She's very green. We're going to put the 
mid-card women's title on her and just see what she can do with it. I get that. Sure. The only re- I'm I'm mostly fine with it because I would rather see Thunder Rosa available to challenge Britt Baker for the title. That's fair. So that like the result I was fine with. I didn't watch the match because I was like, this is going to be frustrating. And just watching her talk to Anna Jay, I was like, this is not quite. Mm-mm. It's not quite there yet. No. I mean, it's it's fine. I mean, she's fine. Like she's a good character. She's yeah. just she's. I mean, I just feel like they're kind of trying to fast track it just a little bit too much. It's kind of mm-hmm. WWE. It's very WWE. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it's like I. I mean, I think she'll be fine. And again, it you know. The the big giant you know beast kind of type characters, it, you can push them a little faster because it's not yeah. you don't have to do as much technical wrestling. Um, but when she's in there with these good wrestlers, and Anna Jay isn't even one of the top ones, you know. But like when she's in there with Thunder Rosa and I can't remember some of the others she's beat she was beaten. Yeah, that stretch it's, or it's even uh, noticed, no her one right? with uh, Ruby Soho for the actual title. Like when she's wrestling these other women who are just clearly better it mm-hmm. just it stands out it, it yeah. like her squash matches are fine obviously because that you know there's not much to mess up or anything but you're pretty protected in those but when she was actually when they actually try to put her in like good matches and stuff it just it shows off it shows up a little bit more so again i'm sure she'll be fine she'll get she'll obviously just be you know she'll she'll keep getting better but you know, it is what it is. I, it, I'm very uninterested when she wrestles, though. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, it was what it was. Uh, Moxley at his first match. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah. Match yeah, the yeah. Page. It was a really good match. Like, it, it was a good match for sure. And it looks like it looks like uh, Moxley uh, Danielson is going to be next feud potentially, which, um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Please. Yes. Okay. Right now. (laughs) Have them wrestle for a year. That's fine. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And that'll make him look big too. So when true. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's true too. So yeah. Um. Again, it was just kind of visually a little bit off-putting just because of how how much smaller Moxley is. Um. But again, that doesn't matter. I mean, again, size in wrestling really doesn't matter anyway. Um. It's just Mm -hmm. weird when you've seen a guy look a certain way for so long. Then to totally drastically change that, just yeah, it was just a little off putting. Um, but yeah, still has it. Really good match versus uh, Ethan Page. So that was fun to see. Uh, yeah, definitely should should watch it for sure, Harris, because it was it was good. Okay, sweet. Um, Trent Beretta wrestled Nick Jackson in a singles match. It was fine. It's Pass. always fun when you see the Young Bucks wrestle by themselves. And honestly, I think it's better. <laughs> I think it's better right now. <laughs> I like it when they have singles matches because I think the matches are a little better. <laughs> There's less rules to break, but uh, it was good. It was a good match. I mean, those two guys are good, so I like I like that. Um, it was fine. Um, yeah, and and actually, Trent won, so he actually beat Nick Jackson. So that was interesting too. I like that because again, I like it. Every now you need to do this, and you can fall into a trap of wrestling sometimes with being a little bit too predictable, and so mm-hmm. it's just yeah, nice no. to see that. Good to see. But you know. As a fan of internal continuity, even if I have to make it up myself, I love the like, well, yeah, he's he's not a singles wrestler. Like mm-hmm. you can beat him one on one. That's not what makes him great. That's right, a big right. fan of that. Mm-hmm. That really, honestly, like doing that furthers tag team wrestling. Like, I agree. That makes it a lot more interesting. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. It was a good match. Like high flying, kind of fast paced. Yeah. It was a good match. Um, and then <laughs> Hook wrestled Serpentico. 
Ooh. And beat him before he got his ring gear, his entrance gear off, which was pretty <laughs> funny. That was a pretty funny touch. Like he literally, oh, they announced Serpentico, who didn't get an entrance, of course. So he was just in the of ring course. after Punk's or after uh, Hook's entrance, and still has his like, I don't know what he has on, like some ring jacket or something, some yeah. entrance jacket. And as he's like going up on the turnbuckle, Hook just knocks the crap out of him and just starts beating him up with his stuff on and just beats the crap out of him and ends up making him tap. He tapped him before he even dropped into his finish. Like he, he, he <laughs> oh, pulled it that. on him and was about to like drop in it. And Pentacle already was tapping. So, uh, you know, it was fine. And then, and then QT Marshall came out and was going to, and started talking about hook and hook literally left the ring Walked up the ramp, grabbed QT Marshall, and dropped him, and then left while QT Marshall was still talking. <laughs> it was awesome. See, they know what the people want, and they give it to it us. That's why we so love AEW. Great! It was so great. Like, the it, oh, I, it was, it was awesome, man. They have, they have struck gold unintentionally with Hook, and so far they're they're doing the right thing. Like they're. It's working, mm-hmm. and uh, you know and now it's just like just don't screw it up, just don't screw it up because you got something <laughs> here, and I'm not really sure where it needs to go. It's kind of a weird anomaly, and yeah, uh, so I don't really know how you don't mess it up to be honest. But they I'm... haven't yet. It's been fun, and that was an awesome moment because it's QT Marshall, so it was so good. Where it's like, yeah, shut up, <laughs> yeah, just because he doesn't say a word, and it, it works. He just. Just left the ring, walked straight up the ramp as QT has talked, just grabbed him, mic in hand and all, and just suplexed him and then left. It was awesome. Yeah, as you were talking, I was thinking the same thing. I'm curious to see how far they take this because the whole thing, it's it's one of those beautiful things that like people kind of started doing ironically and then it just became really fun and everyone got in on it. But Mm -hmm. like, I mean, if they're smart, if if they really are all about striking while the iron is hot, they would have him fight Cody Rhodes for the TNT title in like two months. <laughs> Wouldn't that be incredible? I disagree. I disagree. I think you. I think you go full on. And again, it's it's a, it's a formula that ha- that has never worked since it happened. But I think you go full Goldberg with this. Oh, that would also be great. But but a little bit less. You know, but in a way, just just keep having to squash matches just for a while, like for like yeah. six months. Like, why not? There's no reason to change this right now. Not for no. a while. Like, and, and, and this has enough. He's already over like he was already over. So now you can kind of do that. Um, it doesn't work yeah. when they're not over yet. And you're doing that to try and make them over. It never mm-hmm. works like it worked with Goldberg and it's never going to work again. Um, cause that was so different and new and, right. you know, well, and, and Goldberg now, had this charisma well, again, without having to talk, without really having to do it. He just had yeah. that natural killer charisma and stuff that was fun. Right. And hook, duh, hook somehow got over already. And I still don't know how it happened, but he just did. And, I'm, and so, I'm so you can now you. do that type of thing with him and it works because people just want to see him just kill people. Like people just well, want to I'm, see it, especially he went. They, you want to see him in there with these kind of inferior, you, or, you know, not necessarily, you know, but just the jobber. The, the, right. I don't know what you call them because they're not jobbers. QT Marshall. Yeah, 
Serpentico. The lower card. Q- yeah, QT the Marshall. The These people who are basically for more or less better, they're here to lose. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And I want people to because I want people to come out because the whole thing was QT was coming up basically saying he shouldn't really be here. Like what mm-hmm. you're being you're already here. You know, the classic thing of that. And it's like, keep doing that. Have these kind of the older or those people on the card come out and complain about Hook getting the spotlight and have him just keep squashing them. Like, I think that's a great idea. Dude, I completely agree. I, I think I, I think what it is. I don't want to see him have a competitive match for a long time. Like, there's no need to do that. Yeah. So we I think we'll probably talk about this phenomenon more as the year goes on. But I genuinely like what it is, is he's. Like, he's a good-looking dude. He's got clearly charisma. Like, he understands how to carry himself, and that's great. He was also just, like, hanging out in all those Team Taz videos for so long. And that's why it was so funny, because you've got Taz, who is, you know, a little older, but he's Taz. He's a legend. Mm -hmm. And you've got Ricky Starks, who is this great little twerp with a great, you know, he's a great wrestler and a great talker. Mm -hmm. And you've got... Hook, who's just a behemoth, you know, killer. Right. No, um, or, sorry, uh, uh, Hobbs, Hobbs yes. who's just a Hobbs, huge killer. Hobbs, who's huge, and Brian Cage, who is huge. Yeah. And also Hook. Hook is here. <laughs> like, just hanging out. Yeah. And that was so funny. And that's why people got super into him. And, yeah, yep. now it's it's just crested. and it, or Hopefully it hasn't crested, but, you know, yeah, it's reached me too. a point. It's fun. I, it's, I'm getting closer, man, to, to dropping my wrestling t-shirt ban and getting a stupid Hook shirt. <laughs> the Hook shirt. <laughs> number one seller wrestling pro wrestling tees it's oh, literally it was man. just a white shirt with black letters hook. hook on it that was it yeah we're we're pretty stupid wrestling fans are we're so stupid, stupid we're, we're bunch, so dumb we're so dumb uh, we're so man. gullible <laughs> yeah it's good though by the way i haven't it, we're not gonna do it because we had a lot to catch up on but at some point i've, I've found a couple shirts i'm going to compile oh, my no. list of the, there's some really bad yeah, ones yeah yes Blue pants. The Young Bucks have like four that I think are going to make the list because they release a new T-shirt like every other blue, day. Blue pants. Blue pants. <laughs> oh, man. God, I miss blue pants. That was when wrestlers were wrestling. You know what I mean? <laughs> the greatest character in NXT history. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I, I think we've talked long enough about. I agree. And again, it's a classic thing where we're like, well, nothing's going on. Let's talk for an hour and a half. Um, Well, here we are. I think that's that was done. pretty good, though. I think that's, that's it for this episode. Up. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It made me actually more excited about wrestling than I was before we started talking about it. Yeah, dude. I'm so I'm fired up. We got the Rumble this Saturday. That's gonna okay. Be no, good. not about that. Um, I'm, I'm fired up about that. Good or bad, we'll have something to talk about. That's exciting. That is, that is true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I just. I can't do it again. I can't. I know. I know it's. I know you're disappointed. There's nothing Harris would want more than for Edge to come back and win the Rumble again, so that I would commit suicide. Like that's I'm the only actually, thing. No, because I still feel bad about the Spider-Man movie. So what I would, what I really want to happen is I want my Brock Lesnar prediction to come true, just so <laughs> I can say that I called it. Because I, hey, I'd be fine with of, that. That sounds like one of those just terrible, awful WWE things. That exactly. would be great. That's the kind of thing that, like, no actual people would be excited about, but WWE would be like, oh, this is perfect. Like, that that's mm-hmm. why I think it'll work. Goldberg comes back, wins the Rumble. Ted DiBi- Again. Ted DiBiase Jr. coming back as Stardust would be <laughs> incredible. That would, w- that would, like, I'd be in. That that's that'd be great. I'd be back in 100%. And then he just oh, becomes man. the character, and he's just yeah, Stardust he just on the show now. Like, yeah. oh, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> 
I would. love that I so much. Uh, all right. That does it for this episode. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at behind underscore gorilla. Uh, also on Instagram at behind underscore gorilla. You can follow me at Marky Mark Brand. And I'm at Harris Wilson. Let's go ahead and do that. And uh, yeah, any final thoughts here, Harris? Uh, yeah, New Scream has gotten a shocking amount of decent reviews. So we are going to check. We're going to oh, check that out. At yeah, some point. I still went? haven't gotten to see it yet. I need to do yeah, that. So, I mean, we were going to watch it either way, but I'm more excited about watching it because it's, it's, you know, it's not awful. The critical. I don't know. I've heard. Not, wow, I've heard from a couple people that it's awful. So okay. I'm, okay. Well, that, frankly, mixed it's a proper amount of mixed reviews. I think mixed reviews was better than I was expecting. So it's true. I'll take yeah. it. All right. That's fair. All right. Uh, yeah, that does it for this episode. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you next time.